Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Cop and Fracas, powered by Just Like Media Group. I'm your host, Chris, and joining me, we have one of the OGs of the pod. It's two OGs of the pod, really, when you think about it. Day down since day one ish. I am joined by Glam. Glam, how are you doing today, brother? <laughs> Thanks, mate. I uh, like the introduction. Yeah, mate, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm airing it, man. I'm just here, mate. I don't know how I am. <laughs> I am just here. That's the main thing, man. I didn't want people to think that oh, I was just, I'm not, I'm not attachable. I'm not seen because of our current climate. But yeah, I'm here, brother. I'm here, man. I like that. Man's just here, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, I've been in the same bag, you know what I mean? Um, you know, one of those ones where, you know, results haven't been great, but I've also been busy at work, so I haven't actually been, I haven't actually been able to jump on as much. And everyone's kind of like, yeah, you ducking from that pod, you know? You ducking from doing your responsibilities. I'm like, no, yeah. man, I've just got other stuff going on, you know what I mean? But um as fate would have it, um, you know, we're we're here, uh, and we've got we've got a fair I say we've got a fair bit to talk about. But like we said before, we started we before we started a uh, press record. It's the same old, same old, really. Um, but before we do get stuck into it, listen, I know it's a peak season, but if you want the most peak of content, and I mean that in the best way, the most peak of content, peak in the top of the mountain of content. The only place to be is the Copper and Fracas Patreon page. So do head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Copper and Fracas and subscribe from just £3 per month. We've got a lot going on on the page. Uh, match previews, match breakdowns, post-match interviews, scouting reports. And it's only going to get ramped up as we get to the summer transfer window. And we kind of start to analyse where this season went wrong in great detail, where we can set it right for the summer. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. All of the favorite, all of your favorite cop and contributors will be there, no matter what, discussing how Liverpool rebuild and make themselves title contenders yet again. So again, that page is www.patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas. And we look forward to seeing your patrons soon enough. Glam. Yo. We argue sometimes. Yeah. We argue a lot. We argue a lot recently. All the time, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> like an old married couple. Um but it's all in good jest because ultimately, at the end of the day, we just want the same thing, and we want the football club to be yeah. great. Yeah, we've just spent ninety minutes of our Tuesday evening, and it is quarter past ten on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, watching Liverpool toil, and I mean toil, because it was hard viewing for us as fans. And I think it was hard viewing for them as players, as it has been for most of the season. What are your initial thoughts coming out of the game? And are they kind of still reflective as what we thought on Saturday as we watched Liverpool lose 4-1 to Manchester City? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, there's, there's not a change um, at all from the personal that we've done. But coming out of this game, mm-hmm. we, was just, we, we, we should have been in the back of a hiding. Um, pretty much. We, we were just happy that Chelsea are so poor at um, end product. <laughs> Finishing, yeah, they were bad. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, we had the odd chance, but they're so mm-hmm. bad. 
that it, it, it gave us hope and obviously gives us a point that keeps us eighth. I can't believe I'm saying that. But, yeah, um, it hasn't changed my outcome of today's game or the Saturdays, man, at all, mate. It has, Yeah, it's not changed anything. Um, you're completely right. Chelsea, let's say, if they pursued their plans and, you know, they're spending money like drunken sailors, what is 120 million on Victor... What is, what is 120 million on Victor Osherman to then? Because if he plays today, that game is probably 3-0 um, well, to Chelsea. Easily. Um, without a shadow of a doubt. And the same, it's the same issues that we see week in, week out. Um, it's just so easy to cut for a Liverpool. Um, I, I found it funny that Enzo Fernandes got man of the match um, simply because he was cutting through Liverpool's uh, midfield like a like a hot butter hot, hot knife through butter. Yeah. But I mean, I saw Philip Billing do the exact same thing a few weeks ago, oh. so it's not like it's some great achievement, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just everything's so predictable. You touched on it earlier. I mean, we've been calling for a change of personnel for a while, a little bit of rotation just to see um, if that could make the difference. And ultimately, it, it really didn't tonight. And it kind of just goes to show you, it's a systematic issue that mm-hmm. isn't just running through the veins and you know the blood cells of the first team players. It's running through the reserve team players. And yeah. that's very alarming to see because we've been able to... Take last season, for example. Yeah. We were able to rotate in and out key players um, and bring the reserves in because that collective squad harmony was so high. But we've not been able to do that this season because the collective squad harmony and the collective squad quality has just been so, so low. Way low what man. do you think what do you think we need to do? And obviously there's going to be there's going to be wholesale changes in the summer um, that, that we know. What, what do you think the main thing has to be um, that we focus on changing in, in the summer? Because I think you can Literally, I don't know if you've seen ever seen that meme. Uh, I think it's such of Chris Jericho holding a massive list. Um, yeah. I think that is that is literally what you could do with Liverpool at this moment of time. You could have a massive list of things that's wrong and that could be changed. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that the listeners and callers are gonna, um, and you're still gonna have my neck for this. But my main my main change is gonna be the manager. First and foremost, it's gonna be Klopp. Mm-hmm. That's my, my that's my thing, um, and. The basis around it is just the team's not performing, but also it's under him. And, you know, from going for the quad last season, finishing a point city, great, great effort by the lads. Fantastic. Um, do you know what I mean? To run city to the wire, you know, could have walked away with Champions League as well. Didn't do it in the final, fair enough. But, you know, we, we, we haven't changed since that point drastically to warrant this kind of slump. Okay, Mane's gone, but we brought in Diaz. I mean, sorry, we brought in Nunes. Mm-hmm. It's not Mane, but that shouldn't rock the whole team. Something is not right fundamentally in that in that dressing room, and you know, and it's, it may be the fact. Okay, you guys, it might be it might be beyond Klopp. Do you know what I mean? It might be something where it's too big a thing. But the buck stops on the manager for me with the board. The buck stops on the manager. He manages the team. You're accountable for results, as we've been seeing over the last few days with managers and weeks, managers getting costing their mm-hmm. job. You know, Potter, the Potter one, I thought, would drag on for a bit more. Obviously, I thought it was a thing of like, they knew they brought in the wrong man, but let's stick with it. They've been sticking with it for the rough and ride. But they finally said, you know what? This enough is enough. And I don't know if we know if enough is enough. And, you know, I just, I just hate seeing my team like this. I'll be honest with you, man. 
I hate seeing my team like this. So do you fundamentally believe that he can't sap? Forget the rest of the season because yeah. I mean, I, I I always kind of think it's a weird one when we kind of say, can he salvage the rest of the season? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think even the best you could. You know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. It's, it's 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 a lot. I think they're all just far too gone. Yeah. Um. I think the manager included. I think when you change this stuff around, it's just not sticking. It's like, okay, right. Let's just kind of stick to what we've got. But do you not do you do you think he fundamentally can't salvage it for for next season and kind of go into the summer? Let's say if, yeah, if no, we get and that's and that's what it is is it's the mm. fact of at a start if you look into the pub start of the season, I was I was obviously swayed to you know what, let me give it the end of the season and see. I was saying yeah, yeah I always say clop out, but I started the pod start of the year. I was like, okay, we give him to the end of the season, let's see, and then next season if it starts like that, then I'm out. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not like obviously I've I've been saying, okay, no, 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 it's got to go, got to go, got to go. Do you know what I mean? In the past I have, but you know, I see uh, what I'm looking at. Is I'm just seeing players who are usually reliable for us, shadow uh, yeah. of themselves, as as we just touched on. Whoever comes in, whoever whoever comes out, who comes in, they're all they're all singing from the same hymn sheet. Like it's just like you're just as bad as the other one. Or you're a bit better, but you're still bad. It or is mad, isn't it? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's just it's... everyone's chain chopping and changing, and that's what we're doing. We're chopping, we're chopping and changing, chopping and changing, chopping and changing. Yeah, and it's just not working. And I'm thinking to myself, I've got these other clubs that are getting a tune out of their players, the Brightons, the Newcastles, Jeremy, the Brentfords, and I'm looking at we've got our squad, and we're just not getting a tune. And obviously. Teams are just smacking us. Brian smacked us 3 0, no reply. Yeah. Wolves smacked us 3 0, no reply. I'm like, what? Like, this is, is something deep rooted as an issue. And I just don't think four or five, well, we're not going to get four or five players in, but four or five, a whole sort of changes in the summer won't be enough. Because I think some people will be affected by whoever goes out. And some people will be affected by the fact of what's going on here. The change is too drastic for me. It's way too drastic. Yeah. And you're not going to keep everybody on side. And now in the media, now if you notice in the weeks, Klopp's now see, talking about play. Well, he's, he's now getting personal now by saying, you know what I mean? There's only two good players on Saturday, was it four? Just um, uh, Fabinho and Henderson worked well with Alisson and Gapo. And then now you're saying not everyone's guaranteed a place apart from certain. So now he's getting personal. He's had enough like thinking. I'm gonna call these guys out. So it's not as bad as Conte. <laughs> it's not Conte, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but he's now he's he's changed his whole approach is changing. You know what I mean? Even the game before yeah. um his quote was, I don't know what Liverpool's gonna show up. And I'm like, oh my god, nah, this guy, he, he he's really in the slumps. Do you know what I mean? He might he might want out. That's the thing. That's so he mm. might want out himself because he knows what's going on in that club. We have speculation. But he knows sure. he's there day in, day out from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, I mean, seven days a week, whatever it may be. He knows what's going on in that club. And, you know, I've seen, I, I look at him and he's changed. He's not, he doesn't look like a man that's, you know I mean, I know he used to be cl- closely shaved and that shit, but he doesn't look like a man that's enjoying his time at all. So, I'd be alarmed if he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. But do you know what I mean? So, and he's the last longest manager standing. But I yep. know he thinks highly of him, and he even said it. He's passed his way, he's still in the hot seat. But I think to save us, to save him, 
to save ourselves, it's got to be a thing like, yeah, we need to part ways. But obviously, at the same time, I'm going to sound contradicting, we need to identify a candidate first. So that, that, so that was going to be my next question. So if yeah. you weren't going to do a wholesale um, thing yeah. in the summer, what what I'm not going to say, give me a PowerPoint presentation on what you'd do, but where would you, so who would you identify and kind of how would you go about kind of enrooting that change? Um, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm, I, I, I mean, it's grown in me so much. I'll go grab Declan Rice. I'll, I'll mm. go Declan Rice, man. Um, West Ham, I think, I don't think he's got long left on his deal, to be fair. He's got, I think mean, he's got a season left on his deal after this one. Yeah, and I think, and I think be the main guy, perfect placement for, um, for Henderson, but I've got Declan Rice, and also I feel him over Jude for me because okay, um, Declan's Premier League season, didn't it? Um, and you know he does a great job for England. Jude's obviously, um, you know, I think Jude is a player, he's a good player, but I just, I just don't know how good he is. You know, we've seen Sancho go abroad and do bits, and now he looks like he needs a move to Burnley. So. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I I I, yeah. I know that one. Declan cheaper, safest bet, and he can he, he looks like he's a personality character that can handle the pressure. For God's sake, he holds up West Ham. He stands there to be counted. Do you know what I mean? Jude, do you know what I mean? I think if he comes, everyone be looking at a player to be the go-to guy, and I don't think he's that player, and he knows he ain't that player. But we will look for him. People don't know, I think it was like. In football tune, will look to him and say, and if he doesn't do it straight off, oh, what do you play 100 mil for him for? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Jude's that kind of player. Um, so I'll go for Declan Rice, starting midfield. Uh, need a right, we need a right back. I still think Trent should be tried in his favorite position. Um, do you know what I mean? Because he's a top footballer defensively, he's poor, but going forward, he's a top footballer. So unless we do a back three and find the new system where Trent's defensive duties are not really relied on, mm-hmm. then, and we're in, a, we're in a 4-4-2. Trent could not be in a 4-4-2 defence. So, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I do knock him because I think defensively he's shocking. But then I'm not going to say go sell him because he's a talented footballer. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? It's catch, it's a catch 22. But yeah, definitely centre-mid, um, right-back. And you know what, Chris? I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't think we needed a centre half because I was happy with Konate if I mm. we centre back. I think Konate needs work. It's, well, I'm glad you said that because um, I think as the course of this, and I completely agree with you. I thought we were set with the four we've got. Didn't see this massive decline coming so drastically. Yeah. Um, and Gomez is a weird one because he looks more secure at right back, and there is value in that. that yeah. He does at centre back, uh, and it's just. It's just, it's really hard. There's been obviously the Man City game aside, where he played really well. There's been more instances of him lacking concentration and just kind of what yeah. we came to expect in those Champions League winning seasons and that Premier League winning season from Gomez. And it's, 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 it's sad to say. What would yeah. you? So, what would you do centre back wise? Because I'm not going to ask to identify a name by any yeah. any, any source because I think centre back is one of the hardest position to actually buy for buy for let alone for an elite football club but for a football club in general in terms of identifying all the traits and attributes that you want out of a modern day centre back so what what kind of profile would you look for um 
a footballing one. Someone like um, I do, I do uh, like uh, like a Garvidal, a footballing sort of mm. centre half that can play because when we play, on you need to be good on the ball. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and I, I know um, he's game against. He's, act- he's be active in that build up. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I know against City against Haaland, he didn't really showcase mm. talents, but I, I mean that's the, that that first leg he was he was pretty good, but I think yeah. Leipzig in general, it's like, like that whole team in general on that second yeah. leg. Like I, I like um, what's his name, Dominic? I can never pronounce his um surname. It's like what? Shall I? Uh, Leipzig is the Hungarian that really oh, yeah. good one. Yeah, send him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one. If listen. If uh, if Chelsea really want like seventy million for uh, Mason Mount in the summer, I'd be like, nah, I'd just go and spend fifty million on him because I think he's I think he's boss. Um, yeah. But like, he, even he was having a bad game against them. But I completely agree with the, the Garvidal one. It's like you want someone who can be present in build up um, and essentially kind of do, basically do what John Stones did against us on Saturday. He was everywhere, and he's having yeah. some. I mean, he's always been a very good footballer, but I feel like this season in particular. He's having a real good renaissance season. So you want someone who can kind of do something similar to that whilst, yeah. whilst keeping a really good concentration in his defensive game as well. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. He's, he's a good footballer, um, Stonesy. I can't lie. And he's obviously confidence has come back. But yeah, someone, someone, yeah. Of, someone of that nature, that's that's exactly what we need. I think that would then obviously... Because Van Dijk's getting into his latter years now. And we've got to come away from this. Van, Van Dijk is our saviour now. He he deserves he, he deserves to go out gracefully and be more of a, a rock rather than being everywhere. He needs to be, needs to be rotated more. Well, that's that's the that... thing. It's like it's 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 crazy. I mean, like it, it's it, this is a classic case of a football player who's not been allowed to get enough rest no, um, yeah. in the past kind of twelve months because I mean he came back from that ACL. He was a little bit slow to begin with, but he settled in. Old form was completely there. But then yeah. you come you come into this like there's a short turnaround from the last and obviously we play so many games last season, yeah. And then there's a short turnaround from that season to this season. There's stoppages. There's a World Cup, and there's just so much kind of built into this. And I think that, and then I guess guess this, guess this leads to a conversation about the squad in general and, and how that decline has just come about. But yeah, I think it's a combination of an acceleration in the end of this timeline because I I, I mean I I would have. Targeted this this summer in terms of a complete rebuild, well, not complete rebuild, but how you start a complete rebuild. Yeah, but I thought, and it just goes, to, you know, uh, you know, we're all, I mean, we're all fairly realistic, and we all agreed that you don't basically do, you shouldn't have to be in a position where you're bringing when you need to bring in four to five footballers in one window yeah, um, to completely refresh your squad because it, it leaves you too much to do in terms of integration and tactical and you know kind of nailing things down tactically you do that yeah. over the course of you do two really two really good lads over the course of three years and then you can incrementally bring in one or two um in kind of seasons where you don't really require that need and yeah. it's really it's really bad squad planning and you know it kind of leads us into that fact that acceleration on timelines are so bad right mm-hmm. at the moment that we've just let ourselves too much to do way too and that's what i'm saying it's too much it's too much of a job like you can't it is it, it's, it's you cannot change that many so players like a football manager and mm. you've got 300 mil kitty and you just buy it's just it just it doesn't work like that I mean, look at look look at chelsea now it's a perfect well, example that, but that's that's the but the thing with chelsea i'll be honest with you if i if i look at all the players that they bought 
yeah, Fernandez was one that was um, linked to us. I'm looking at all the mm-hmm. players that bought. Um, I'm not really jealous, if I'm you. They bought a whole load of players that maybe talent promise, but you don't know. We don't need that. We don't need that. Yeah, we, yeah. Need, we need proven, mate. We need proven. We certainly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I'm not really fussed about that. And they still didn't get by a striker after all that. Weird, wasn't it? And the whole kind of freezing out of Bamiyang thing, I think, odd as yeah. well. But, uh, yeah, for more Chelsea content, do hit up Chessie out because that's been a good laugh over the past <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> and he's, he's bound to be a good laugh as well, considering I don't think they did a part of it since uh, the Potter news. So that should be oh, a wow. complete warfare this week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get stuck into performances, Glam. Um, yeah. We'll focus on tonight. The yep. midfield. Unfortunately, we have to start on the midfield again. Um, I'm going to give Curtis, <laughs> I'm going to give Curtis Jones the benefit of the doubt because, for yeah, all intents purposes, yeah, played quite well. He attempt as well. He's, he has, yeah, he he hasn't, he hasn't been failing us for the last how many weeks? So he's yeah. effective with his fitness because he goes and pulls out a whopper for England under 21s. So I think yeah, he was quality in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think his start was worried. Um, you know, he's a, he's a talented player, but he just needs to stay fit. And then when he stays fit, you get more opportunities. Simple. But um, yeah, start with the players in today's game. Let's start with the two criminals in midfield. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in midfield, it's so true. When I saw the team shit, I'm like, God's sake, man! You you need to change Henderson and Fabinho. Yeah. They're one of the two main culprits. Like honestly, and. You know, for being oh man, for being like Henderson, he got an excuse. He's aging, he's getting on, his legs are going. But for being ill, the only, the only thing for being ill, he's been bald since he was at fucking my age, 20 or whatever. Like, that's not the excuse you've got, bruv. Like, anything other than that, what is your excuse yeah, for your it's fine? There's none, it's bad. There is it's... none way, but um. I used to, obviously you probably pronounce better than me, but I each my septic, our yeah, excuse my punt, um, fans, but yeah, no way that kid, if he's fit, he'd be starting, he'd be playing. And that, like we talked about earlier, in terms of poor squad planning, when Do you're you know, relying on a 19, when you're like relying on a 19 year old to kind of be, for lack of a better word, the same you've been filled, that's bad, yeah, yeah, like we've been starting. Like, I'm just like, now nah, Fabinho's got to be one of the guys that go, I'm he, he, he's marketable. Yep, got sell value, so I'm 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 done with him. He gives away fouls. He hasn't he hasn't, he hasn't he's not a positive effect in that midfield. No, so I agree. He, he has to go. Henderson, no point selling him. Going to say where's going? Who's going to buy him? Nobody. Um, so see at his contract, stay around the team, whatever. Blah blah blah. But you know, Henderson could play when their first team was a fit. But Fabinho has got to go. He's he's got. I'm done with him. He has to go. I can't. I used to love him. I used to like him, but I can't justify his wishy-washy performances whenever he plays. He's always on the ground for no damn reason. Like, why are you on the ground and you pull up your hand to the referee as if you haven't fouled anybody? Do you know what I mean? It's just done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, he's got a goal. In terms of midfield, you know, I hate seeing Harvey Elliott in there, the poor lad, but he has to be put in there because there's no one else. People say, oh, Harvey Elliott's not ready, he's not this. But there's nobody else. I don't like Elliott midfield. But there's nobody else. So the, the lad's doing a job for us. 
because players like Naby Keita, who is always fit for international, when it comes to Liverpool, he's got injured again. Players like Fabinho let us down. Henderson and Dev. People like Milner ain't being released yet. It's it's the midfield. We have to start in the midfield, mate. We have to go in there and dig it, up. dig it up completely, and we have to identify at least three solid candidates for midfield and two top ones. And weirdly, it needs to be like all three positions as well. Yeah, like yeah. you need you need a number you need a number six or someone who has the athleticism to play as a number six. Mm-hmm. You need a right sided centre midfielder, and you need a right sided centre midfielder for the past two two or three seasons. Yeah. Um, and quietly, you, but Bichetti's decided because I think he's he's a very good footballer. But again, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to flog him so much where he yeah. becomes twenty four and he's just completely riddled by injury. You quietly need a you need a left centre midfielder because you need to be succession playing for Thiago. Yeah. Um, I, it's it's actually crazy, and I completely agree with you. You need two big hitters. Um, so let's say if you you know if the two of them are, just for example, if you wanted to do. Jude and let's just say Alexis McAllister because I think he'd be I think he'd be phenomenal on the left hand side of our of our midfield. Yeah, and he's just so positionally versatile and, and the quality that he brings is, is is insane. You do two of them and then you bring in your kind of your number six. And I think number six will be the easiest one to solve because there's so many of them in European football that can kind of do different jobs. Yeah, that you that you can get away with maybe spending 30, 40 on one. Yeah. But building them into a 60, 70 uh, player, kind of like Catherine Turin, for example, I think he'd be yeah. phenomenal for Liverpool. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Definitely, man. And you've got like um, uh, Sangar, PSV. Now, I watched him in Europa. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the level, the only thing I'm worried about with Sangar and um, the Mexican guy for Ajax, Alvarez, is the standard of the league? That's the only thing that um, yeah, about. But they, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on Alvarez. He's one of those ones where it's like he looks really good, but yeah, in a more faster paced league with a bit more yeah. tempo around him, is he a walking yellow card? That's my this, only kind of consideration. Yeah, definitely, this this is it. This is exactly it. So, um, did you yeah, watch? Um, did you watch any of the Arsenal games against Sporting Lisbon? Yes, yes, I did. The second one I watched. Uh, Ugarte for Ugarte. Um, Sporting Lisbon. Uh, yeah, I, Ugarte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, I like he, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He faces us older than his age, but... Um... Oh, that's perfect. That's that's what, that's what I want my number six to look like. Yeah, he's yeah. actually twenty. He's actually 22, but he looks 40. I mean, yeah. it's perfect. He looks, he looks, <laughs> he looks, I mean, his socks down. looks like he wants to get into a scrap. Um, there's a lot There's a lot of reviews about him. You know what yeah. I mean? He does he does look good. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Six is an easier position to um fill than obviously the other two. But yeah, we just we just we just need to ramp up targets, man. If you're gonna buy Jude, go flipping by Jude. Um, do you know what I mean? But buy people alongside with him. Casado's gonna probably cost a lot of money. Um don't know about that one. I like him. Do you know what I mean? Even like I don't know how it, like Basuma. He's, 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 what a waste. He's gone Tottenham and career's just gone downhill. Mm. And and I remember Basuma, he would have been a nice little fit. He would have been a nice little fit in there for our squad. But yeah, man, we just need a surgical man. Obviously, Ox is going, Cater's going, 
Fabinho needs to go. Um, Thiago needs to go for me as well. Henderson's going to stay. Um, Jones is going to stay. Do that, man. Figure what you can do with them wages. But yeah, our midfield needs work. Forward line, I'm I'm fine with. I know Fabinho, Fabinho's going. Um, forward line is not really the main concern. But midfield, mm-hmm. midfield. And as we spoke on, if you ain't got a midfield, I remember saying, I've had a, a conversation with someone in the group. I said, what, what would prefer, a weaker midfield or a weaker um, defence? And I said a weaker midfield. But looking at it, that's that's completely the wrong decision. This is the thing as well, because I think you can get away with having... If you played a yeah. usual back four, you could maybe get away with it. Yeah. With a stronger yeah. midfield because you've got willing yeah. runners and yeah. because you want to initiate a press, Absolutely. you've got more athletic players who can do that. Yeah. So you can get away with it for a, yeah. for a point. Um, and it's just, it's just weird, like, we we've got we're in a situation now where we kind of need a new spine goalkeeper aside. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. it's, it's but that's, just but that's what I'm so saying. odd. I do. I know we're getting pornogged in defence. Um, mm. you know, Van Dijk still made team of the year, but obviously any little thing he does is going to come on the screen anyway because he's the best, one of the best around. And people just want to see a downfall, which yeah, is yeah. normal in it. Just like AJ, as soon as you in the fight, oh yeah, you're shit. That, that's <laughs> so. You know what I mean, all them Dutch. Stupid pundits calling him a coward and stuff. Like, yeah, man, van bastard. Honestly, yeah, it's all it's all personal because it's just envy in it. Like, what he's achieved in such a short space of time. So we get that, but that defense ain't that defense that we have won the league, won the Champions League, apart from Konate. But obviously, you know, him and um, Van Aanholt Gomez were the partnership. But and we got Matic. That defense is good enough. But when you got a midfield like us. You've got people like Sully Marsh, who's a decent player, about 28, he's peaking, rolling through our defence. I mean, our midfield. Like, you can't expect defence to be... It's like ping-pong. They're going to yeah. get... They're gonna, they can't do it all. And that's where I've identified, yeah, I was wrong, mate. It's not about having a strong defence over midfield. As you said, you need a, a good midfield to protect your defence, mate. Yeah, you you need you need a midfield to shield and do a lot yeah. of the running. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 just sad to see because from what we've saw from Liverpool teams past, we maybe took it took it for granted. And you know, I, I say maybe we did, we definitely did. We wanted changes, we wanted to be a bit more free flowing, a bit more attacking. But what they provide in terms of being the engine and heart engine and heartbeat of your team, you know. I, yeah. I'd kill that um, that old midfield back and doing what it does because you just wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. Um, talking about attackers, from what we saw today and what we saw on Saturday and what we have been seeing since he's come, since he come back from the injury, um, I'm massively concerned about the standard and kind of way that Diogo Jota has been playing recently. Um, I think oh. it's thirty oh, got. I think it's 30 games without a goal at the moment, which when no, someone told Did he score in the um, FA Cup? Apparently not. Um that's 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 what i that's what I read. Um and no, that's what they said on Sky that's what they said on Sky Sports, and I was like, that can't be true. But when you think about it, apparently he he hasn't scored since kind of like near, near the tail end of last season. He gets basically the full 90 here. Um 
and just nothing, nothing looks like it's coming off at the moment. Are you concerned about him? Um, yeah. And what do you think kind of the cause would be to fix I've, him at the moment? Because it's, yeah, it's... I think, I think, I think with... Um, Joe, I'm concerned in the sense that how he started, you know, there's a, there's a player in there, um, a quality player, intelligent player. Um, I don't... That, that injury... Especially in the World Cup, that injury seemed like a bad yeah. injury that he had. Um, you know, he's come back. To honest you, has he really had a lot of chances? I haven't really seen him get a chance. I know he's not quick, but you come in the struggling side, it's going to be difficult. But it doesn't like a score. You see, like someone like Nunes, regardless if he's come back from injury or not, he always looks like he's going to score. Um, yeah. I think Jota was looking like that. Because remember, Jota hasn't had a hasn't been relying on his pace. Josh was a very intelligent, clever player. So even when he came and he started, he's scoring goals, he's in the right place, the wrong, right areas at the right time. He's picking up the balls and he was confident and he's buzzing for confidence. Now, obviously, the team's not buzzing. He's not buzzing. Even today, link-up play seemed flat. Um, so I'm a, bit, I'm a bit concerned from in terms of confidence. I think he needs a goal. The long goals are the worst. But I'm not Jota. Let's just... He's not it. I do like him. He's a good squad player to have. Very good squad player to have. Um, but yeah, right now it's just not working for him. But I could probably understand. But 30, that's a too that's too long, mate. That's far too long tackle. Even if he's getting 10 minutes, fucking Diva Carigi wouldn't go that long without a goal. <laughs> yeah. Um it's just it's nothing's coming off at the moment for him. Um he looks hesitant when he can the thing is I, I don't get, I will ask you. Where's his best position? Because I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm struggling to understand mm. it. I think probably, um, well, there's better set of forwards, but it has to be central. I don't think he's good wide, right? Unless, I think it's central, but he ain't gonna get there ahead of Goldie Gatfall. I think he's out left, you know. But would he play there when Diaz is back? And again, I still don't know what the actual front line would be when everyone's healthy because everyone hasn't everyone hasn't been healthy for a long time um, what's, what's, I, I know my front line easily what's yours mine, mine, mine's um, Diaz Nunes Central Salah right? that's it that's yeah that's mine that's, that, that's it if those are fit it'd be much it'd just be much more better balance do you know what I mean I did, and, and to think about it because obviously we lost Marnie um, left hand side, he will plug. Losing Diaz is a is a bigger, bigger um, situation than I anticipated. Because he the, the left hand side of our of our um, front three. I know Nunes come inside and he scored, but Mumane not Mumane going. Diaz is the plug man, and that's mm. a massive, massive, massive myth. Because he's a constant nuisance. When the thing with Mane. Is that if Marnie's not playing well or he's not scoring? Marnie is problem for the whole night. minutes. you cannot switch off for Marnie and say, I know what, I'm going to leave him. No one would have dared to do that. And Diaz is a live wire as well. So, where we've had that, I know Nunes, the player, obviously injured, blah, blah, blah. But Diaz getting injured has been a massive miss in terms of our attack. That's the difference between sometimes winning games or taking a lead. And I just think. I'm worried if he comes back, 
either coming back to then be affected by the um <laughs> our uh, <laughs> our, 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 our what I say our our, sin- our COVID symptoms should I say because anyone that comes in everyone's affected apart from the young kid Biatic, um you know but also Carvalho what, what, what's going on what's going on like why why isn't he getting no game time it's a million it's a million dollar question isn't it? um. I know he was injured for a bit, but he just doesn't get any minutes. And he's one of those ones where I was thinking, just loan him out in the summer. Because if he's not going to get any game time here, then just don't yeah. stifle his development, really. Um, yeah, but the, You're completely right about the Diaz thing. Because he offers you so much. And the big thing he does offer you is that outlet ball. So yep. if you play Diaz and Nunes together, you don't have to basically use Nunes as kind of like that auxiliary left winger, which he has been at the moment. Yeah. Um, and playing him out there wastes him because we don't attempt a lot of that build up on that side. A lot of that build up comes up from the right hand side. So he's just negligent. He's, he's just kind of like nullified for the vast majority of the game. And it's just, it's super annoying. So bad. I wasn't that angry. I just dropped my keys. But yeah, it wasn't angry. No, I, I don't understand if he did, if he did slam me keys. It's been, it's been, it's been a frustrating week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, no, definitely, man. And I think we've, um, yeah, so now we've got what, what we twenty nine games, twenty eight games in now. Yeah, another games left. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's worth it with us rushing him back for those ten games. I'm gonna be honest with you, mate. No, but, if, if he's if he's not healthy, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's pointless because I, I personally think top four's gone. I just, I just mm, think we're too. I'm inclined to agree. I mean, we could, we, we can, yeah, we can win it. We can beat probably beat we beat Arsenal Sunday. But then, as you saw, you know what I mean, our 7-0 win, then we go Bournemouth away and lose. Like, we're that, we're in that kind of groove. So, I just think, to get top four, we would need uh, um, a surge. And I just don't think we've got the surge. I think we just need, I think even them players, they just want to see the end of the season, recharge and start again. They want to reset. I think that's the, that's the feeling they've got in the camp, man. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It, I think it's, it's evident in when something goes wrong on the pitch, when they concede, everything just crumbles down around them. They start yeah. doing the they, they can't trust each other. Like it, yeah. it goes to, and it's, it's like in any workplace, if you are surrounded for by you know surrounded by for a lack of a better term bums, the first thing that goes around, you can be like, fuck, I can't this again, yeah. really. Um, and yeah. you kind of you, you go into that mold, and you don't act as a team, you act as an individual. Um, yeah. And you do, I mean, I myself have just taken four days off work and I feel fantastic because I've not, not been by people who are like really annoying me. Um, and you know, if my coworkers are listening, it's not you, I swear. Um, but, but you just need that time, you need that time where you get away from everything, but you reset, let me, let me, you recharge. Let me, let me ask you, Chris, what, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on clock? Obviously, you know, I know you're. Yeah. Clock- not like a lot of fans, they are they are a clock fan. But what mm-hmm. is 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 it more sentimental or the fact that you know you you, you you like the guy, or is it more you know what I'll give him one more season, or you know what he's the right man for the rebuild? Which one is it? What's what's your give me your breakdown on it? No, that's a that's a great question. I don't think I've ever really expressed yeah. my sentiment on it. To be fair, um, he's he's definitely the right man for the job for me. Yeah. Um, mainly because I look at the pool of if you were to replace him at this point, I look at the pool of managers who are available 
Yeah. And no one really moves me in terms of style of football, first and foremost, and ingraining a philosophy in a football club. I mean, th- those, are, those are two things that I hold really, yeah. not really, really neat. I don't think Poch for a rebuild. Probably not for a rebuild. I'd, it's it's also an interesting one because there's a lot of there's a lot of teams who are manager hungry and have been for a while, and he's yeah. not been in that. Like I would have thought he, I would have thought Bayern Munich would have been a good place for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously they've gone they've gone Tuchel. Um, Tuchel's the one who I probably wouldn't. I, I respect him as a coach, but that style what? of football. Whatever yeah, that that that's that style of football isn't something that entices me. If that makes sense, it's a bit okay, too, yeah. Yeah, it's on. a bit too it's a bit too negative. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not been he's he's not been in Klopp's best season by any stretch of the imagination. Um, reluctance reluctance to kind of adjust the formation. Um, yeah, we saw when he when he moved to the four four two, it worked. But as soon as Firmino got injured, he didn't have that fulcrum that made it work. So he reverted back to the four three three. And yeah. he's been hesitant to change it ever since. Now, is that because the squad's been so decimated by injuries and mm-hmm. he's consistently having to chop and change week in, week out? Introducing a new system and making people kind of go for that is more difficult than... It's obviously substantially more difficult, especially when you're chopping and changing, as opposed to just keeping what you know and is your bread and butter. And it's a complete... This season is so similar to 2021 in so many ways where we went through a massive law period to draw after draw, Christmas. Lose. Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Draw, yeah. draw, lose, massive law periods. But they all kind of regrouped and they got back to a point where they put that run together and they got third, which even looking back on it now is insane. But I just don't see that happening for this year because the drop-off in quality here has been so bad. Yeah. And he's he's culpable in that, yeah. From keeping them together. Now yeah. the thing that the, the thing that gives me and and, that, and that's where I completely agree with you that he he his his hands don't are, are not you know are not void of the blood if if that makes yeah. sense you know he's he's guilty as well yeah uh, of, of hanging on to players hanging on to your oxes hanging on to your chaos hanging on to your matips and yeah. your Fabinho's, for example where we did see a little bit of you know that drop off coming it, it was visible maybe it wasn't so close as it is now but it was on the apex of the hill you could see it coming um and that reluctance to move on and kind of bring in fresher faces has come ultimately come back to bite them in the arse but like you said at the kind of like when we touched it earlier on in the show even he's kind of got this he's got to this point now where he's like okay cool i just need to be ruthless as soon as this season ends no matter how it ends we know there's going to have to be big changes. Yeah. And I think that that little kind of twisting mentality where he's going to be a bit more ruthless and not as sentimental has kind of made me go, okay, he's going to be the right guy for the job. Yeah. But it's also it's also imperative to me that we bring in the correct sporting director to support him in building whatever his vision is for this next Liverpool team because we need to nail so many. Nailing the big transfers, is, I think, is the easiest possible thing. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, good. It's it, 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 it's easy to kind of say, I want Drew Bellingham, I want someone else. You know what I mean? Because they're very good players, and he can get them. It's bringing in those incremental signings for thirty, forty million pound to fill out the rest of your squad, and then develop, like like I said earlier on, and develop into these world beaters. That's why we need that really good sporting director. So ultimately, for me, I think he's still the right man for the job. But mm. if we still, if we keep seeing things like this next season. 
my tone will change. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree because we, we know what I think. <laughs> like, if, like if, if, if you went tomorrow, I wouldn't share a tear. I'll be honest with you. And I, th- I, I think as well, the, I do, I would want, the reason why I say now, because the, these last, as we just said, the last 10 games for me, I don't think we're getting top four. So mm. you might as well do that now. But I don't want, I don't want the, um, how can you put it? The, 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 the sackable sandwiches, because that's what's floating around. Like people have been sat now, all the sat ones are linked to the other jobs that they're not in, like the Rogers, Dargusman, um, Potter rejected Leicester today. He wants a break, nowhere near us. But obviously, you've got Zidane free, you've got Enrique free. Um, you know, I'm f- I'm flirting with a um Enrique more of a Zidane because Enrique is more of a um. A, a finished manager for me, um, and the name say, and obviously that flamboyant Spanish sort of approach. So that's what I'm thinking in terms of that. But then the thing is, SSG, we don't know what way SSG are gonna go, and that's the thing. I don't think FSG can say to a manager now, All right, I'm gonna give you a kitty 350 mil to revamp this Liverpool team. That's the only thing that I'm, I'm stuck on. I think. Klopp's there, and I think Klopp knows what we've got to spend this summer. Um, whether he likes it or not, he knows what we've got to spend this summer. I don't think we're, we've got a package that can entice anybody to come. So my my only my only candidates would be... Do you, do you, do you, think, it's that, do you think it's that bad? Yeah, I do, because I, I, cause I don't... Because they want... I, I, I think they want... Obviously, they want investors. They don't want to sell, but they want investors. But ultimately, I think to myself, how much do they really care about Liverpool, man? They, these are, they're no pun. I'm saying you might have America listen. I'm not, I'm not stereotyping, but these are American owners, business people mm-hmm. that are in a British club. Their main one, obviously, is the, is the Red Sox. You know, they have franchises. And, you know, why would they say, you know what, I'm going to put 400 mil, or if I can, on our money, when across the road, they've got top bowlers, man. They've got their... Um, city owners, do you know what I mean? So it's a lot. There's a lot of things to consider, and I just think certain managers looking at Liverpool now, they know it's a massive rebuild. So I understand why they would want to give it to Klopp. What is what I'm waiting for is when the situation gets too untenable, will they make a decision to cut Klopp, or will they make a decision to save it? And that's what I think they're banking on. If it goes like a win, 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 couple draws, couple losses, and no humiliations, Klopp would be there in the season. If we get humiliated from now to the end of the season, they will have to make a decision. And I think that's a decision where they'll be forced to make. Will they make it? I don't know. I don't know. But the main thing, obviously, is I don't care if, um, if Klopp was to stay, even when he won us the league, and I tolerate Klopp. Before that, one of them gone. We were three finals, two finals, sorry, lost. Stubbornness, paying Carrius. When Carrius wasn't good enough, Bournemouth game. But we still stuck with him. Not Mignolet. And we, 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 it came to bite us in the ass. Um, You know, same as Sevilla final with Moreno. That guy is such a comical. We stuck with him. He plays shit against his um, old club. Cost us the final. Um, it's Klopp's stubbornness that really gripes me. But 
it's more the fact, obviously, the bantering from these other fans that can't even really should be talking to us. Like, for one, I'm not saying I want City to win it, but I don't want Arsenal to win it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Arsenal to win it. Uh, it's just, it's just, the lack of respect levels has gone beyond over, I mean, chasing. So, yeah, I don't yeah. want Arsenal to win it. But we're, 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 we're now having to deal with conversations that we shouldn't have to deal with. And that's that, That's what's the annoying thing about it. Liverpool fans have to stomach certain conversations that we shouldn't be conversating at any talk, especially from certain fans. No, so, I agree. Do you know what I mean? So, hey, hey, listen, man. When we lost the Wolves, I had my Wolves supporting friends bantering me. So that's, oh, yeah. when, that's, when, I knew, that's when I knew it was bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> bunch of... Bunch of black country lads, you going, uh, you know, I grew up with going, oh, you, you lost a shit, you know, how you let us beat you? We don't bloody score at home. But yeah, like, yeah, some things might have to change. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, but obviously, you guys in the group will really know how I feel about Klopp and everything else. Yeah, been, you've been, you've been adamant for you. This is why yeah. I get, I get annoyed at it because it's, it's, it's difficult to have these conversations, and I always say for every single thing. You could, yeah. It could be anything. You could have a conversation with your missus about what you want for dinner. The conversation yeah. will never go the same way if you have it in person. Conversations yeah. over text are the worst possible thing because you can't convey tone and you can't get your point across properly. When you have a conversation like this, definitely in an definitely. audio format, it's but it's just way better. Exactly. Because obviously we've got we we, we obviously got um, you know what I mean because people otherwise people won't listen people won't listen yep. to uh, this is what, people won't want to listen to oh, shouting without having substance to what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yes. In a group, yeah. we do that. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just want, obviously, the main thing, as you said, the main thing, obviously, we want Liverpool to um to be successful and mm-hmm. get the... I don't know. I don't care how that comes, what shape or form. But we're going to have our opinions on, obviously, how we see and how we assess things. But we need to um really forget this season. Forget this season. And next season, we need to come back stronger and do the right things in the summer. I agree. We need to do, we need to do a lot. Um, unfortunately, in the summer, and I, and I think they're they're in a position where I think they're going. It's going to be easy to make the tough decisions because the players have made it easy to make these tough decisions by not playing yeah. good football. Yes. Um, and when you, and again, it, it it shows how bad it is when. Uh, you know, uh, I was absolutely fuming at this when Henderson was just shouting at Allison in the, in the oh, game. I'm like, I'm like, come on, man! He's, he, if it wasn't for this guy, we would be in serious, serious, serious trouble. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and you know what? The, the, the fans' reaction that I posted in the group, fans were livid. They were, like, <laughs> they were livid at Henderson that he's got a cheat. That Allison's the only one playing football, and I'm glad Allison didn't have it. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, one hundred percent. You shouldn't probably- have to. Yeah, he's probably thinking the same thing. Hang on, I'm watching you lot from here, mate. Like, you know what I mean? I'm watching you lot from here. You know I've got I mean? the worst seat in the house. I'm watching this front on. You know it's I mean? terrible. You save and jump down. So, do you know what I mean? I, 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 don't, I, I didn't like that. And I get what Henry's no. trying to do. I didn't like that. So, but yeah, bro, this is it is where it is, man. But as long as you're here to be, standing here to be counted, man, I'm always going to be there to be counted, man. I'll be a real... I'll be real and honest and upfront about how my club's doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I'll never be hiding from a pod or anywhere else. Any any Mugo lot or fucking Chelsea lot or touchy gooners want to get at me or think, come, hey, listen, invite me down. I'll be on your pods, mate, because you lot talk shit, but you got to follow it through. 
know what I mean? Muga, you won a Carabao Cup, yeah? You won it like it's a Champions League final, um, you know what I mean, against Newcastle. And we stomped you 7-0, yeah? Do not have no chat for me. Gunners, you're not going to win the league. You're not going to win the league. So, when you don't win the league, <laughs> a certain Anton, I will be at your house for dinner. Sunday dinner. Glamwick, you know what I mean? He's he's, he's got a mission. He's going to come through with it, you know what I mean? Fuck it, I'll bet I'm through. Because if they win it, it's Chris, I'm fucked. <laughs> Aye. Um, yeah, City needs to book their ideas up, man. Um, and just stop this from happening. Because they're getting, they're getting a bit too brave at the moment, you know what I mean? They taste, I mean, they've not got, even tasted. They've not even tasted the sweet success yet, and they're drunk off it. Yeah, so, we've got, anyway. We've got we, uh, we, we got we, we got a job to do on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thankfully, it's at Anfield, um, and we play yes. less shit than we normally do <laughs> at Anfield, which is good. Um, and look, we'll, we'll we'll have that. We'll have the preview for that game uh, later on in the week. But Glam, before we sign off, have you got any final thoughts you want to give to the listeners? You know, I think I, I think I just done it to be honest with you, mate. I've seen, um, you know, I just think um, this, we've been we've been in darker days. We've been in darker days yeah. under the Rogers, Roy Hudson, for God's sake. If you if you ran them days, this is this this is nothing to it, but it hurts, isn't it? Because Northampton in the league. Do you remember that Northampton in the league? Oh? Yep, yep. Why you brought up? I do actually remember. Now I do remember. But <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, what I mean, Paul can just get left back, you know, Christian <sighs> Milan Jovanovic, the man that never scored Voronin. They're probably calling him Voronin Jotter at the minute, but you know, we've had, we've, we've had some dark, dark days. But listen, we will be back, we will be back in, a, in, in great capacity, but it's just tough to take at the minute from where competing from a quad. I think we're going to take on the season to drop in to where we've dropped. So that's that's what it is. It's more disappointment with the fans. And that's understandable. That's all it is. But listen, heads up, man. Once you're red, you've always got to be a red man. That's just how it goes. And if that doesn't cheer you up, I, I seriously don't know what will. Um, much like Kylian Mbappe, we will be here no matter what. Um, during this next <laughs> week, we will be... Do- <laughs> I, I, speaking of which, actually, very... Very good um, to see Daniel Sturridge back on commentary, um, yeah. pun- doing the punditry for this game. Uh, the drip was undeniable. Had a lovely Prada jacket on. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was, <laughs> he, he was so finesse. He couldn't even redo his goal. That's how that's how quality it was. He couldn't. Hey, even, he didn't want to get embarrassed on live TV. He didn't, didn't want to. Yeah, you know what I mean. They got, you know, it's like I'm not. I'm not dusting up these shoes. Um, and fair play to him. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, it's nice to see him kind of. Back in the public eye, he's a really good pundit. It's, it's it, you know, the insight is 100% there and what a football in mind. Um, and it just makes me, it, unfortunately, it makes me sad every time I see him because it's a classic case of what could have been. Oh, um, what could have been? One of, the, one of the best footballers I've ever seen um, yeah. in terms of ability. What could have been? Um, and again, another, another, another local lad kind of to, to, to me, really, as well. But, um, but yeah, looking forward to seeing him on Sky Sports. And Daniel, listen, you want to get some more media training reps in? The invitation for the pod is always open. We are here with open arms. And like we said, we will be here no matter what. Yeah, we Join us next week. Join us next week where we'll be doing the Arsenal autopsy and kind of talking about transfers and whatever's going on in the weird and terrible world of Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> we'll always do it with a smile on our face and some jokes in the background. 100%. But yeah, the end of the season is close. 
it will get better. Trust yeah, me on that one. And if it doesn't get better, then I don't know what to tell you. We've got to stick with it. We've made our choices now. Um, <laughs> but that's been it. For your, that's been it for your episode of Cop M for this week. I've been your host, Chris. He has been the magnificent glam. Laters. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.